Blog Talk Radio. Monday, happy day. Tuesday, Wednesday, happy day. Thursday, Friday, happy day. The weekend comes, my cycle hums, ready to race for you. can hold me when I hold you, so right, you can't be wrong, rocking and rolling all free song, these days are on. Macaulay Matthew, I am, of course, William Amo. What's up, Mac? What's going on? Hey, how's it going? Not much, man. Good to be on the show with you, as always. Yeah, good to be on. And it's always a pleasure, ladies and gentlemen, to have you all tune in to to this latest episode of Sports Urban Legend. Again, he's Macaulay Matthew, and I'm William Amo. On today's show, we're going to talk about the long-awaited old-timers game that the Mets played. We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about uh, the Yankees currently playing against the Oakland A's um, and, you know, how they felt about, you know, throwing their parade, you know, after they beat us, you know, in the series. They got lucky. <coughs> uh, excuse me, these allergies. Um, but, yeah, other than that, we'll talk about that. Um, you know, we'll talk about, you know, the latest Donovan Mitchell rumors. Um, and, you know, oh, yeah, of course, WWE, AEW with the um, with the unification match between um, CM Punk and, um, like, and I, why is the, the, the person blanking in my head for some reason? Uh, yeah, it was CM Punk versus, oh, yeah, John Moxley. Um, yeah, so you know, we'll you know, we'll, I'll recap that 
and, you know, whatever else is on our mind. Um, you know, of course, we talk sports and entertainment, everything else. We'd love to have you on the show. If you want to, you know, chime in and express your thoughts on anything that's going on in the world of sports or you want to just get something off your chest, feel free to call in at 563-999-3529. That's 563-999-3529. So feel free to talk about any of these topics and more. We'd love to hear from you. But with that said, let's just uh, let's do a headfirst slide right into uh, this uh, Mets Old Timers Day. This is the first Old Timers game that they, the Mets have played since, um, I believe, 1994. And, man, was it worth the wait. You know, I've been a baseball fan slash Mets fan since, what, 99? And, you know, I'm a, you know, on this show, you know, um, we talk not only the current sports, but we talk about the history of sports. And you know, you gotta you gotta appreciate the past so you could so you could in order for you to appreciate the future and what's going on right now, you gotta appreciate the the facts. You gotta pay your 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 your, your um you gotta pay homage to to what you know the players and the game. You know of, of you know the people who who put the game on the map. And the Mets have been, this is the Mets' 60th anniversary, you know. Um, you know, normally, rightfully so, you know, we, we show, you know, the the 86 and the 69 Met teams, the championship teams, you know, love. I think, it, you know, it's great that this old this old-timers game, you know, paid paid tribute to every, every Met player who ever donned the Met uniform, especially the ones who, you know, who gave it their all, who's, who represent all the losing seasons in the 60s, whether the, the, the Mets, believe it or not, were, were outselling the Yankees, even though the, the Yankees won titles in the 60s. And, of course, you know, highlighted by the 61 season with Mar- Marison Mantle uh, that year. But the Mets was, you know, was, was outselling the Yankees because, you know, the fans, you know, were, were starving for a National League team. Uh, what since fifty fifty eight, uh, you know the the um, the Dodgers and the Giants left town, and for five years, you know, there was no National League team. You know, the the fans of those those teams either followed their teams out west, gave up baseball forever, or in, in extremely rare cases, root for the dreaded Yankees. But obviously, um, you know, five years later. Joan Payson was one of the the the, the, um, the Giants owners. She was the only owner that vetoed um, the Giants going going out west to San Francisco, but they did it anyway. And um, you know, basically, she became the first owner in baseball, maybe even the first own, woman owner period in sports period. Uh, so yeah, so basically, you know, she owned the team for all those years and. Um, obviously, you know, she passed away in 73, one of her biggest, um, things that she did with the Mets, other than obviously bringing the title back, uh, to the title finally to New York, uh, to the Mets in 69 was that she made a big trade to bring Willie Mays, the hero of, you know, the the New York Giants from the fifties, you know, um, you know, until they, you know. He, you know, he went out west with uh, with the Giants in, 
to San Francisco. Obviously, they won the, their only title in '54, which was, which was their first title um, until you know the the Tim Lincecum uh, Giants of this past decade. Um, but yes, she made the she made the blockbuster trade 50 years ago, bringing uh, Willie Mays, the Say Hey Kid, to to New York. And, um, you know, I think he only hit, what, 11 of his 200, maybe it was 14, 14 of his 660 home runs um, as a Met. Um, but, yeah, she promised him, which I found out um, earlier today, was that, you know, when she made the trade, because she always, um, that was her favorite player, even when she, even though she became the Mets owner and became, you know, obviously a Mets fan, um, she still... She still Willie Mays was still her favorite player. So when she made the trade, she promised Willie Mays that she would retire his number once he retired. And sure enough, the following year, '73, you gotta believe Mets, who took that dynasty eighth team to the limit, but lost in seven uh, in Willie Mays' final year. And uh, sure, unfortunately, she passed away. So she wasn't able to fulfill her promise. And, um, you know, sure enough, Willie Mays was, you know, like a coach with the team after he retired. And, you know, he had, like, great a great standing with the organization. But, um, unfortunately, time happened. And, you know, with new ownership, you know, and Donald Grant and, you know, eventually with the Wilpons uh, buying the team at 80, uh, Willie Mays wasn't really um, associated with the Mets anymore. You know, he was just – associated with the Giants, you know, because that's where he started his career, uh, played most of his career, you know, whether it was with New York or um, San Francisco. Um, but, yeah, now now a great wrong has been righted. And uh, today, old-timers game where you saw so many great players from the Mets past, you know, obviously Doc Darrell, Keith, um, uh, Swoboda, uh, Cleon Jones, the list goes on and on. Cliff Floyd, uh, Jose Reyes, so many, so many greats from the past 60 years um, were, were finally playing old old timers games uh, in the old timer game. And uh, a surprise announcement by the Mets was that they they are, are finally um, retiring Willie Mays' number 24, you know, which was a, sh- a shock and a surprise because, you know, obviously, you know, um, it would have been great if he would have came, but, you know, obviously Willie Mays, in my opinion, he is the greatest player who ever lived. Uh, and, you know, he's in that, con- if you don't think so, he's definitely in that conversation of one of the greatest of all time, you know. So I, I feel like, you know, this was a great, great right that they, yeah, he only played two years, but, you know, like I, like I was mentioning in the beginning of the show, you know, the Mets was created because the Dodgers, the Brooklyn Dodgers and the New York Giants left. And that's why the Mets have the orange, giant orange, Dodger blue, put it together, you got the New York Mets. So, obviously, you know, we honored Jackie Robinson with the rotunda. And I think it's, it's equally fitting that you retire, um, you know, Willie Mays' number. You honor both both teams. I mean, the, the Mets symbol, symbol, the NY, is straight out of the New York Giants, you know. The Giants could sue us, you know, if they wanted to with the, with the NY. You know, we, we literally took it from them. 
you know. So I think it's a great day for the Mets. But, uh, you know, the Mets, obviously, they, you know, they played well. You know, they had a great all-timers game. And then they won the game, uh, what was it, 3 three nothing against the Rockets. They won the series 3 to nothing. And then they're going to have Serger, um, you know, try to sweep the game and, you know, redeem himself from his worst start of, of the year against the Yankees. Uh, we're gonna get we're gonna get into the the Subway Series. We're gonna get into the Yankees. But first, Mac, what's your thoughts on the as a Yankee who's seen thousands, you know, uh, old timer games with the Yankees? So the Yankees, you know, you know, hey, say what you will about the Yankees. Uh, you know, they do respect their past as they should. Uh, what, what's your thoughts um, of the Mets finally having their first old timers game since '94? Uh, well, as I said, as I texted you earlier today. This is just another Mets copying from the Yankees thing, you know? <laughs> because the Yankees are the only one, only baseball team that still does it. The Mets feel like they have to do what the Yankees are doing. But shout out to the shout out to the Mets organization, you know, for bringing back the old timers because I feel like more teams should actually bring it back. I would love to see Cubs, the story franchises like the Cubs and Red Sox bring it back, you know, and send bring back some of their players, even though a lot of those players fortunately have passed all those great players. But I would love to see, you know, some of these teams bring back some of the greats, you know, when you want to see like a team, like, I don't know, um, um, let's say the Phillies bring back some of their players, especially from, you know, that 90, was it 93 world series, you know, or even like the Arizona. Or, um, or did they win it before or the year before? Or what, what year was uh, that they, when they won it? When they finally they won it, uh, what you want to call it? The the Phillies have been around since nineteen, I mean eighteen eighty three, but they won their first title in nineteen eighty uh, with Pete Rose, uh, Tug McGraw, uh, you know some other great players on that team. Yeah, what do you want to see those like, guys? You know, yeah. uh, come back and play again. You know, even if it's like not. It's an exhibition, but, you know, you don't want to see guys like that, or former Dodgers, former Red Sox players, Jim Rice, you know. Um, I'd, w- I'd want to see, like, a, I'd want MLB to institute a day where we have old-timers day for all the teams to bring back old-timers, you know. And, like, even to televise a game, one of the games. I think that would be exciting for the fans and just for baseball. I mean, don't you think? I mean, it's a great thing when you can see your former players, former greats come back, even though, you know, if they're just, you know, goofing around out there and not, they're not being serious. You know, you get to see them reunited on the field again and playing baseball, you know? Um, well, to, sorry to bust your bubble, Mac, but uh, the Mets have had many old-timers old games. It's just that, since '93, under the Wilpons leadership, they, for some reason, they felt it wasn't important. Maybe they didn't want to pay, play the players, but old timers, old timers game has been a part of the Mets history for an extremely long time. I mean, unfortunately, because of the Wilpons, they haven't had it in 28 years. But yeah, like if you watch the the old Met Met classics, Met um, you know the Met yearbook stuff that the the Mets have, you will see uh, old timers game was very. Very, uh, an integral part of of the Mets' past, you know, you know they well, even had. Yeah, 
I'm saying like we should all like baseball should have an old timers day and bring back bring it back officially for all the teams, you know. Not I, just I Mets and Yankees, you know. I think all the teams should bring should do it more often. It'd be fun for the I fans, agree. you know. I definitely agree. Uh, you know, if the other teams are not doing it, you know, I think they should they should definitely do it. Um, yeah. Because you know you gotta you gotta um you gotta respect the 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 past. You know, if you don't. If you don't respect the past, then the, the 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 teams, you know, the current players are not gonna are not gonna are gonna see all their stuff is gonna be in vain. Unless they win a title, they're not gonna, you know, they're not gonna be honored. I mean, look at Bulls, man. The Bulls, you know, they they you know in basketball they you know they had those epic dynasty teams, and then afterwards, you know, once Jordan's gone, like it's like. It's like the way how it was before Jordan came. You know, they they haven't won any titles or anything, and the the it's like they don't they don't embrace their the players the stuff that the players did. As a matter of fact, um, you know that's why the decision the um not the decision the um the last dance happened because uh you know they wanted to break up that team, even though they they you know they had a, another dynasty. You know what I mean? Like. And you have players who used to grow up, you know, being Bulls fans who don't even want to be a Bulls. You know, LeBron James, you know, he he's he supposed to grow up a, a Bulls fan, but you don't you don't hear him wanting to be a Bull. Dwayne Wade, I mean, he you know he I think he briefly played for the Bulls. Then he briefly played for the Bulls one season, I think. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, I believe so. But yeah, but generally speaking, all these players who front-running players, you know, who, who who were Bulls fans when the Bulls were whooping everybody's behind, you know, they were Bulls fans miraculously, but now that the Bulls are in hard times, you don't see these people wanting to be Bulls fans, Bulls players, you know. They just want to they just want to be like Kevin Durant and just, you know, hop on any the bandwagon of any team that's that's going to win a championship or has won a championship. So, I mean, that's that's just the state of sports nowadays. But yeah, um, yeah. But back to you know, the Mets. You know they, you know they had that, you know, bad loss against the Yankees. You know the Yankees even up the season series. You know with the Mets. You know they lost. Uh, they lost Monday night, which, you know, I, you know I I was out of town and uh, I tried to watch the game and. The the crazy thing is is that one of the channels that they had they had MLB Network but they blocked it out of it because they assumed that since I'm in I was in New York but I was out of you know out of you know NYC that I would have the channels on yes and, and uh, SNY but for whatever where I was staying they didn't have it so I I wasn't able to see the game but thank God I didn't see the game because uh, Sergio had his worst game ever you know as a Met you know. And you know, basically the Yankees, you know, they, you know, they they won that game, and then second game, you know, they didn't have the Grom pitch, which, you know, I I felt the Grom should have been pitching, the second game to begin with, but the Mets wanted to push him back, you know, because of his injury, you know, his injury issues, they wanted to push him back. He pitched on thir- Thursday and got his uh, 80th career win, so congrats to him. Uh, beat the the Rockies the first game three to one. Um, but yeah, the Yankees, you know, they they um, they won game two as well, and you know, beat Walker. 
And as a result, the Yankee fans were, were seeing when the Saints go marching in in the streets, you know, Mac just came back. He was, he, he, you know, he was just out in the, the, the um, ticker tape parade this whole, you know, all, all these days. So, yeah. yeah, how was it? How was it, by the way? Well, you know, just had to, oh, like, Oh, it's uh, out of here. Oakland A's. You just hit a walk-off home run against yeah. the aforementioned Yankees. Yeah, I just, uh, just ended off five-game winning streak, and uh, you yeah, want we, yeah, we had one. Go ahead. Stephen, I'm sorry, Stephen Vogue hit a, a a ball, you know, that that's measured over to what 395 feet. You know, he went deep, and the the Yankees' five-game winning streak comes to an end. You know, the the battle between the two teams that beat the Mets in the World Series. Well, actually, you know? is it over? Why is it still? Why are they still on the field? Why is it? Why are they still pitching? It's a tie game. It's not a walk off. It's a tie game. It's oh well, I thought. When did what? we score a run? I didn't even know we I scored. Thought, I thought this game was all. I I, I, I pulled a. No, you know, it was an old John Sterling uh, impression there. Uh, sorry, there, folks. <laughs> When did we when did we when did we score two runs? I didn't even see that. I, wow. I apparently I didn't see it either. But um yeah folks, sorry about that folks. Uh well much of the Yankee fans delight. You guys are not out of it yet, you guys it's still two two. Yeah. Um to, yeah, blow your lead one. though. Um okay, let's let's get this. We could uh we ranked won two games in the series, so maybe we could win try to skate with a win tonight. Number, extend this winning streak. Yeah, Mario, 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 however you want to pronounce that dude's name. He, you know, he blew the he blew the save. And uh, yeah, man, what's up with your boy Chapman, man? They don't trust Chapman at all. And now I heard he's on the IL because he he injured his leg because he got a tattoo on his leg. Which I mean, like yeah, he had a tattoo. He has a tattoo infection, uh, which but, is stupid. Like, Dude, uh, like it's 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 um August. You couldn't wait until October or November, whenever the Mets whip the Yankees in the World Series, if they face each other, to do your tattoo. Like, yeah, yeah, you couldn't yeah. wait. Was it that much of a, a emergency that you had to get a tattoo? Now you yeah. have an emergency that you're on the IL because you because of this. Like, was it worth it? That's what I want to know. Well, you know, we'll have to see. You know, right? Chapman has been up and down recently. And uh, this certainly doesn't help the situation. But, um, yeah, Yankees have to figure out their closer world because Clay Holmes, is, uh, he's, been on, he's been on a – well, I think he's returning Monday, I think, from the IL. So Clay Holmes should be back. Hopefully he can regain his um, – how he looked like before the All-Star break. Because yeah, since the coming back from the All-Star break, Clay Holmes doesn't look like the same pitcher that was mm-hmm. – uh, pretty much closing games like Mariano Rivera. So hopefully we can get that Clay Holmes back, you know, in the first – that we had in the first half of the season. But as far as the Yankees, Yankees have been playing better. Like you said, they uh, they beat your lovely Mets. Uh, yeah. Only – hey, it's only – it's only – hey, it's only right to have a parade, to outdo your parade <laughs> when you guys beat us, right? Hey, so we gotta you, know, on you guys went on yeah. this title, so, yeah, I mean, so. A, you guys had a sixty-year head start over the Mets. Uh, you guys know, you guys know how to celebrate. So. Yeah, it's it's only right. It's 
right. you know, hey, we're even now. We're even Steven now, so it's all good. But, you know? but the, yeah, no, the Yankees, they've been playing better. Um, mm-hmm. Our still sometimes looks inconsistent, but um, they're on this five-year winning streak, so um, things are looking up right now. Hopefully it can continue. We'll see. Yeah, I'm still looking up because you guys are the, the game is still going on now. So, and hey, anything is possible as long as you can keep these guys off the the board again. You know, yeah. in the tenth, you know, you guys have a, a shot of winning. You know, winning it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, shifting gears. Yeah, let's talk about uh, this this never-ending Donovan Mitchell soap opera. You know. Uh, there's always conflicting reports. Um, you know, now they want RJ. First they said they they want RJ Barrett. Then they said they don't want RJ Barrett because they didn't want to sign him to the rookie deal. Now there's rumors that they do want RJ Barrett and they want three three. Um, I mean, they want all the guarantee all the picks to be guaranteed or so. And the Knicks don't want to do that. The Knicks, I think, supposedly just want to give them two or three um, unprotected picks and two or three um, protected picks. And, of course, you know, uh, you know, Toppin and, and Grimes and Quickly and all all these different rumors going around. So, I mean, who knows, man. But, man, I want I want Donovan Mitchell on the team, but Barrett, man, Barrett has to be the only untouchable guy, man. I want to keep Toppin. I want to keep Quickly. But, unfortunately, you know, you know, you gotta give up these guys. You gotta give up Grimes to to get a, a caliber player like like uh, Mitchell, man. A guy who was born born and bred in New York. A guy who who's a Mets fan, who's a Knicks fan. A dude who actually wants to bleed the orange and blue in all the teams, Mets and Knicks, man. Like, I mean, he's tailor made for New York, man. This guy shows up to events, Rucker Park, throughout. You know, the the first pitch in in a um. In a Cyclones game, you know, I mean, come on, man. Like, we have to bring this guy home. We got to bring this guy back home, man. It's, it's even more imperative than when we brought Melo back, you know, because the Melo thing, had we played it smart and I gave up the, the farm and, and, and um, you know, we would have made a, a smart deal, you know, we could have got him. You know what I'm saying? We could have we got him. And, you know, as a free agent, he would have probably came here anyway. You know, I mean, the the Knicks are being smart. You know, they're they're outbidding themselves, but they gotta be careful because Heat is still in the in the running. You know, Cavaliers apparently just dropped out uh, of that thing. The Ben Simmons contract that they have, you know, the Nets have um, as of right now pre- prevents prevents them from making a serious run at um, Mitchell. Um, but yeah. The, the the Knicks man they gotta they they can't give up Barrett man they gotta they they gotta they gotta get whatever they can but not give up Barrett man what what do you think man I don't think the Knicks will give up Barrett so I don't think Knicks fans have anything to worry about um, I mean I want Mitchell but I would not give up a guy like Barrett for Mitchell in that trade um, if you want to trade quickly or any of the other guys I'm fine with that but yeah Barrett I think He's part of the foundation that we're trying to build right now, and trading him away would just have that foundation collapse. So, 
yeah, I don't see it. I don't foresee it happening. And, you know, again, I don't think we should trade away him um, because right now he is, you know, I, I think he is like a main piece of this puzzle that we're trying to figure out. You know, the guy is going to be in his third year and he's only getting better. So to trade him now, I, I think that would be a bad mistake for the Knicks. And again, I love Mitchell. Uh, you know, Mitchell's a, a very good player, but I don't want to trade our young guys, you know. I, I, I'm just hesitant about doing it. How would you feel if uh, that was included in the trade? What would you, how would you feel then? Uh, I would not be happy. I would not be happy about it. You know, again, if you trade him, that's, I mean, you're only going to go back to square one now. Now you're going to have to build players around Mitchell now. Like, why we keep training guys, and then you're going to have to put more, you got to have to put other guys around, other guys that you're training for. It doesn't make sense. Uh, I'm with you. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm with you 100%, man, because R.J. Barrett is a building block that you put around that guy. You know what I mean? Around Mitchell and, and Brunson. You know? Like, if you get rid of him, you know, I mean, it's it's just gonna it's gonna ruin the team. Here's another rumor that they they're saying that the Knicks are unable or unwilling to like add a draft pick to to try to trade, um, you know, Randall. Like they they don't want to put a, a a pick, you know, add a pick or two to you know to you know force a trade with Randall. Would you would you would you attach a pick or two, you know, just make it more appealing for them to trade Randall? Yeah, I would do that. Yeah. Would you? Would I? Um, I think after, I think after I would get Grant Mitchell because you don't want to, you don't want to trade away your, you don't want to trade away um the picks because you need as much pick as you can to try to entice Danny Ainge, uh, and the the Utah Jazz to make to make the trade. So I would try. I would try to. Um, I would try to trade him without a pick. To be honest with you, you know. And then if the Mitchell deal gets done, then see how many picks we have, and, and maybe include one, maybe two max to try to get rid of this guy. Because I think Randall, man. Normally, I don't want to. Normally, I don't want to trade a person when when they have the lowest, the worst uh, trade value. But I think I think Randall is just so so toxic on the team right now um you know i don't know man he just he just doesn't have his head right you know like as great as he was um last year the the last um the last well i should say maybe almost two years now you know because the new season's about to start um yeah he's not the same dude you know what i mean like he's 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 not built for new york you know, he can handle it when people are cheering his name and, and exalting him and all that stuff. But when the chips are down, you know, he you know, he just want he wants to take his ball and go home. Keeps complaining every time he's on the on the court arguing with the rest, it's like it's like you know, dude, you've been in the league for like what, almost ten years, man. Stop complaining, man. Just just you know, roll up your sleeves and, and and do do the best you can, like you did the the, the year when you won Most Improved Player. Like it's just he just doesn't get it. Like 
Edwin Diaz, you know, he 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 acknowledges, you know, he was horrible his um his first year. And you know, he acknowledged that, you know, he was game booed because he didn't play well and the fans I think Edwin Diaz didn't play well last week last year because he didn't have that those trumpets when he <laughs> came out. Well, he, I mean, he started getting the trumpets uh what was it? Last year, I think. Last year he started getting the trumpet and and he started to pitch well last year too. Well, now, um, now the trumpets are more popular now. Now yeah. he, he's gotten better. Oh yeah. So and now this year he's having one of the best um years for a closer ever, you know. And it's because he changed his mindset. He he, he, he got the music, you know, he changed his, his his style. He you know, he's he's basically um living up to the potential. And now that, that trade that everybody thought was horrible, you know, is is paying off for the Mets now. So I would say clinic, no, but you know, what's done is done. So hopefully if the Mets make, you know, well, the Mets most likely will make the playoffs. Uh, hopefully Diaz doesn't go out at late at night for Dominican food. Say, we'll read that again. Yeah, right now it looks like the Mets are most likely going to make the playoffs. Hopefully Diaz, as great of a season he has, hopefully he doesn't make, make the mistake of going at night to get Dominican food. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, do I just, yeah, I was. Yeah, I was just talking about my fa- with my father about the um about Sanchez's um injury too earlier today because we were watching old time old timers game too, and it was like, you know, it's just a missed opportunity uh, of the Mets, you know, not going and winning the World Series at '06 six game because Dwayne Sanchez had that injury and that just basically um killed the Mets and then of course Pedro and um Pedro and I'm trying to remember who was other. Okay. El, yes, El Duque. Thank you very much. El Duque was other great, you know, big big game pitcher who has experience winning titles. You know, uh, especially against those each other. You know, your your guys' rivalry, and both of those guys went was injured. You know, so yeah. it was just messed up. You know, um, yeah, Glavin was like the only um, capable star that they had yeah. in that in, in that postseason, and they almost they almost. Were one win away from winning the World Series, but I mean, from getting to the World Series. Had they got to the World Series, I think they would have beat the Tigers. But unfortunately, we'll never know now. Um, yeah. But yeah, it is what it is, man. Um, but yeah, like when it comes to to Mitchell, um, yeah, we, we we just have to wait and see and hope and pray that, um, you know, the Knicks. We'll, we'll make the right moves, and some team will come out of nowhere and, and swoop in and make that make the 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 trade, which is what I fear the most. Uh, but over, they can't they can't go overboard and, and give up Barrett. Barrett is the future of the Knicks, and he is the yeah. future of the league. So I agree. You know they they can't they can't they can't give up give him up. Um, what was I gonna say? Um, yeah, I guess shifting gears. Um, yeah, what's your thoughts on uh, WWE? As you can see, WWE is getting uh, you know better because you know t- Triple H is actually bringing back some of the people he he got rid of, Mr. Loomis, uh, uh, Cross Cross and and Scarlett, um. Uh, Dakota Kai, um, hit hit roll. 
Yeah, no, yeah. it's been much. It has been much better lately. You know, I am looking forward to this WWE Clash at the Castle event next week, or is it? Yeah, next Saturday, right? I think. What they gonna have? Is it next Saturday? Uh, I think you're yeah. right. Yeah, next Saturday. So, um, but I don't remember what happened on Raw, and I don't think I saw SmackDown yesterday. So. Yeah. So let's see the the matches this set. This um, or what should I say? The next next Saturday. So yeah, you know what? Let us. Yeah, let's 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 preview this match right now. You know, let's re- you know. Um. Okay. Let's let's just do it. Um. Gunner versus Sheamus for the Intercontinental Title. Who do you think's gonna win? Wait, which one? Gunner, Gunner, the Ring General versus Sheamus for the Intercontinental Championship. Who do you think will win? Uh, hmm. Um, I am gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Gunter to retain. I, I agree with you. I think it. I think. I think they're gonna wait until somebody, somebody else, maybe a young star, or maybe even a Lashley. You know, somebody like that to to face him to beat him. Sheamus, obviously, he's a former world champion. I could see him beating him, but maybe I don't know. Maybe they're gonna hold off on him losing the title early. Yeah. Riddle versus Seth freaking Rollins. Who do you think's gonna win? Riddle. I think so too. They're they're definitely clearly trying to build up Riddle. You know, especially you know, I think they want to build up on that match he had with Roman Reigns when he lost. You know, they want to build mm-hmm. up that star. You know, his star power. So, I think Riddle will will defeat Seth Rollins. But I, I mean, I could see Seth Rollins winning, but I think Riddle will win this. Yeah. Um, Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka versus Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky. Who do you think will win this one? Uh, um, hmm. I am going to go with Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka. Actually, you know what? No, actually, no. I'm going to change it. I think, uh, I... Because this is a new faction, I'm gonna go baby Dakota Kai and Yo Sky. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. My mind, my mind is telling me to pick Bianca Belair, but it makes more sense for Bailey to win because this are there's a new faction. If she Bianca Belair loses nothing, if she loses this, she's not gonna lose the title. But Bailey, Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Yo Sky needs to make a. Make, Make a statement by beating, by beating um, Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka. That yeah. way, you have a credible, um, credible villain for them to fight. Because if, if 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 Bianca Belair just keep beating up on Bailey and all the, you know, it, it's just like Ray fighting Kylo Ren. Like, where's the where's the challenge? If she keeps beating beating her up on Bailey, then where's the where's the nemesis? You know. So I'm a, I'm gonna pick Bailey, even though my mind is saying, man, you should play it safe. This WWE, 
Bianca Belair should should win. I mean, Bianca Belair is probably going to win, but it makes more sense for Bailey to win. So I'm going to pick Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Eosky to win this. Yep. Liv Morgan versus Shayna Baszler. I think I think me and you are in agreement who's going to win this one. I think Liv Morgan is going to retain. I'm going to go with uh, Shayna Baszler to win. I mean, I see your point, but yeah, I think... Cause I, I think, think what, I think they want to set up a Shayna Baszler against Ronda Rousey match. Yeah, I think that's something down the line, but I don't know. I think what's her name? Liv Morgan's gonna, you know, hold on to the title a little longer, or maybe and even then Ronda. Ronda. Oh, you know what happened? Ronda might even interfere and cause a no, uh, like a might she might even interfere and have Liv Morgan or Shayna win it by disqualification, I guess. Or live more than uh, qualification, maybe. Yeah, that's a that's a very good point. That is a that is a very good point. All right, let's see. Um, last but not least, Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. This is the undisputed WWE Championship. Um, you know, obviously. Um, they're going to be in the UK, in Wales. So, you know, um, Drew McIntyre should have the home field advantage, but I think the the, um, the the big dog, the head of the table, the tribal chief, he's going to come out on top. Even though the, the odds should be in Drew McIntyre's favor, uh, Roman Reigns is going to come out on top. As usual. Yeah, I think Roman Reigns is going to retain the title. I don't see Drew McIntyre beating him. All right. Well, that's that's it for um the you know the clash of the 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 champions. You know, you know Drew McIntyre is going to want to have revenge. You know, after getting his butt whooped. Um, on SmackDown by, by um, you know, Roman Reigns at the end of the show. So, yeah, he's going to, you know, he and he's definitely going to want to regain the title back in, you know, in the U.K. But we shall, we shall see. Um, and then on uh, AEW, they had um, John Moxley defeat CM Punk. The match lasted like about seven minutes. CM Punk's leg was, you know, was 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 uh, troubling him, and as a result, you know, uh, John Moxley was able to to beat him in in quick fashion. You know, you 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 would assume the match would have went like twenty minutes or so to half an hour, but um, yeah, the the leg, you know, uh, CM Punk's leg was giving him some issues and. And um, Moxley, he had he had the um, the paradigm shift like twice on him, you know his modified, uh, you know dirty deeds. As a result, um, you know um, what was I gonna say? As a result, you know, um, John Moxley won, and now he is officially the undisputed. 
uh, AEW champion. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, that's great. I know that was a big match that everyone was talking about, but yeah, Moxley proves to be the better wrestler. I see. I see more rematches between the two in the future. Mhm. Definitely. And um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, and uh, what you call it? Uh, also on AEW, they had um, they had uh, you know, Cesaro, you know, formerly known as Cesaro, but you know, Claudio. Casnoli, he defeated Dustin Rhodes, obviously formerly known as Gold Dust, in his WWE days. Uh, he defeated Dustin Rhodes to retain the ROH Championship um, on on a, what you call it on Rampage on Friday night. Samir Govar and, and Ty Conte defeated Ortiz and Ruby Soho. Wardlow defeated Ryan Namath, who is uh. Dolph Ziggler's real life brother to retain uh, the the TNT championship, and Dark Order defeated the House of Black to to advance in the the trios uh, tournament. And uh, Sting and Darby Allen they saved Miro, you know, from the um. From the what you call it, from the the House of Black. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens uh, in you know in AEW in the future. Um, is there is there anything you'd like to talk about, Mac, uh, before we head out? Uh, no, just everyone uh, check out your local listings for my show, I Mac. And come back here check out Sports Over Legend every Saturday at 11. Only on Blog Talk Radio. You heard the man. Check out his podcast, iMac. Uh, check out my YouTube channel, Sports Over Legend TV. And please feel free to come back next Saturday at 11 on Block Talk Radio and check out the next episode of, of uh, Sports Over Legend. Please, Macaulay Matthew. I'm Wayne Mamo, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace.